Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. Plus minus. Curry, way downtown. Bang! Bang! Oh, what a shot from Curry! Tim Kawakami deserves all the credit there. <laughs> Plus minus. Hey, driving again. Oh, you're kidding me! Tell Marcus that he asked you know, that question about my defense. You hear that, Marcus? Anthony, you know me well, buddy. Y'all have a great night. I think he got the highest plus minus in the season in NBA history. Hello and welcome to a late night post-game edition of the Warriors Plus Minus podcast. Well, after a loss, so you know we're doing one. We know we know we're doing it. It's like the bat call, except it's a big L. I've sent it to the top of Chase Center. It's a big L. Um, a bad L. You're saying it's a light the beam, like the L. Light the L. I actually brought 50 Cent in, like Vivek tonight. I think Vivek 50 Cent. Let the beam in Sacramento just for this game. I think like, Warriors Lils, beam. Hey, they're they're staying a game or two ahead of him for the <laughs> fifth seed or whatever it is. Uh, no, Debo Samuel will say let the L tonight. He was having a good time yeah, down there next to Joe Lake. Yeah. Um, so, read to me the Phoenix Suns starting lineup tonight. Uh, Mikael Bridges. That is one. Uh, that's one. Dwayne Washington Jr. Who Jock Lawndale. No, he didn't start because they started Biombo for him. That was a late switch. You got to be on top of this Phoenix Suns stuff. Torrey Craig and Dario Saric. The really great starting lineup. Yeah, with Biombo for they didn't even have the great Lawndale, Lawndale in that starting lineup. You had Biombo, who actually... Bothered the hell out of the Warriors. How many block shots did they have? Only had two block shots. Bridges had three block shots. Anyway, not quite the uh, Curry, Clay, Wiggins, Draymond, Looney starting lineup. Or the, the DeAndre Ayton, you oh, know, Chris Paul, Devin Booker. Uh, yeah, Warriors lose third straight with Steph Curry back. Wiggins is back second game now. Um, just it ends what looked like it was going to be like a, a, a kind of season altering homestand. Somebody said they should be 8-0, and I was wrong about that, by the way. Oh, yeah, remember yeah. last podcast, he was like, 8-0, didn't I tell you? 5-3. and three. And the funny they, thing they is... They managed to make 5-3 and three disappointing, though, right? <laughs> like, 5-3, and three, yeah. the road trip well, started, but like, yeah, 5-3. Orlando and a completely depleted Suns. Like, that's not good. Well, that's And not. you lose your two Wiggins games and your one Curry game. Like, the, they won the hardest games and lost the... Easiest game. Hey, man, these are the Ty Jerome Golden State Warriors, and Steve Kerr forgot it the last three games. That's it. Like, put Ty Jerome in, let him cook. Uh, no, there's something specific about those teams, though, right, that give the Warriors problems. Athleticism, size, and then just an overall, like, scrappiness bothers them, especially because they're kind of, like, cool for school, right? Uh, we're going to check threes. We're going to reach. We're not going to, you know – those teams give the Warriors problems, and Detroit has that. You know, uh, Orlando. Orlando has in spades, 
And then Phoenix played that way tonight. They played like a team that's like, oh, we got to defend the honor of Devin Booker so Clay doesn't run around throwing four rings in people's face. And Clay still got a text. Still got a text. He still brought up four rings, probably. He was he was chirping a lot with Mikael Bridges. Bridges blocked his shot from behind, and he said something. He said, that, yeah. "From what I gather, get that out of here." Yeah, I mean, it wasn't anything yeah, crazy. The usual yeah. you say when you block somebody's shot. And Clay started grumbling at him, and then Bridges was whining about Clay grumbling and talking to Pool about it. It was a whole thing, but that generally doesn't matter. Uh, the loss, though, <laughs> to me, like so they like the fourth quarter they they. They, if you probably extend the fourth quarter five more minutes, they win because they just started pressing up. And you can see Phoenix had nobody who could handle the ball. I mean, Damian Lee's trying to bring it up, ends up getting fouled and hitting a bunch of free throws. But how many times did they turn it over? Oh, Tory Craig was like yeah. trying to dribble it through Wiggins and Iguodala or whoever, and they would just grab the ball and go the other way. So my yeah. thing on that is, like, I know you can't just, like, go high school full court press the whole game, like, but they should have. Phoenix doesn't have a ball handler. I know that, that the players needed to bring more juice, but, like, the coaching staff probably could have, like, altered trap, the game plan. Yes, yeah, yeah. No, I, they, I do think, just as an organization in many ways, they're like, yeah, we got this. It'll be fine. It'll work out instead of saying, let's make it fine. Let's make but it work you know, out. But, you know, the tradition, Steph's back. There's going to be a celebration. Like, when Clay came, I mean, obviously, Clay came back after 491 days. Steph's little, but it's still Steph. We're at home. We're we're playing well. It's just gonna the energy is just gonna be there, and it wasn't there. It wasn't there from the very beginning, and then it went like kind of anti-energy. Like they were like drooping, and their shoulders were down, and you could tell the look in their eyes, like what the hell is going on here? And they had no way out of it until Bull started making some shots in the third quarter, got them some energy, spun it to the fourth quarter. Well, who started making some George? shots? Well, I give him credit. I give him credit when he does good stuff. I also. Knock him when he doesn't do good stuff, and for a lot of times this game he was not doing good stuff. Uh, but hey, we can talk about that later. It just this is a, this is a team that gets kind of tied into itself. They don't have that athlete. Kaminga might be it, or Wiggins when he's you know on. Wiggins you know, in the yeah. fourth time. Yeah, Wiggins like it can be it. But other than that, when those two guys are not there, they don't have that athlete. Just go, just go get three buckets. Just figure out a way. It, they don't have that uh, until Jordan goes off, and then it kind of seemed to free everybody up. Uh, but for, for most of three quarters, there was not there, and the defense was not good either. So you could tell when Kerr decided, what do we have to do in the fourth quarter? He puts Iguodala in there. They go with a small lineup. Kavangli does not play in the fourth quarter. Uh, and they just you know try to make it defensive intensity, open up the court, you know get them some you know, fast break buckets, and that's, that is what happened. Uh, it, they need those buckets because it's they're they're, t- they're not great in the half court right now. I mean, Steph will be better, but right now they are not good in the half court against any kind of length. I just think they're not good by choice. <laughs> I really do. <laughs> I know I sound like the AAU coach. They're just chucking threes, like. But they don't. Who's gonna get the twos? They all can get the twos if they choose to get the twos. Steph started too late. He kept getting it. Steph wasn't taking the twos. Clay was not making the twos. They can get the twos. They don't. Who? Who? Full Clay, Steph, Wiggins. They can get the twos. Clay's twos are pretty, like, (laughs) inefficient. Pool can get a like Pool could get there, but he gets his shot blocked a lot. Steph can, and, and ha- I mean that was the big story a lot of the season was, was how good it was a layup in that situation. Yeah. But it's not just that. Like, what was what was Mikael Bridges doing? Get to the dotted line. Bridges was Put was was fantastic tonight. Yeah, get to the dotted line, take a mirror. Like they they treat it like 
a bad shot, but it's actually not. And like, look at tonight. They don't like that shot. They, they don't. don't. They don't like. Well, the it's shot. an effect. It's the shot that yeah. kills them. It's the shot that hurts them every time. Somebody comes in here, and they get past the first line of defense, and they stop short of the Draymond at the rim, and they just kill him with the mid range all the time. Markel Fultz. all the time. Yeah. It's the shot that kills them. Yeah. They can. They can also take that shot. They just don't want. They, they don't. don't like they don't they take don't like, it. They don't like they it. They think the yeah. threes will eventually start falling and everything will be fine. And now they're twenty and twenty one. Clay was hot there for like last week when he got the fifty four and he had a couple other big games. He was taking that shot. Like he was taking three dribbles, stopping and just hitting that fourteen footer. He doesn't do it all the time. Uh, the defense sometimes is, is on him. Uh, and that is a problem for the Warriors. They just don't have that guy. Cool should do it yeah. more. He should do it more. He and never does it. Like, he never In does. the finals, he did it, right? When Boston was playing yeah. that way, he's yeah. getting to a spot, pull up, and he was doing it. After, like, Rob Williams had stoned him at the rim a few <laughs> yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, but how about when they did go to the mid-range site? Remember when Wiggins had pulled back-to-back airball like, 10-footers? Yeah, that shot was yeah. wild. It was yeah. like somebody opened the door, like yeah. two doors at the same time. Yeah, it was crazy. Those are not easy shots. Like, they're not – they love them, but those are not easy shots. You're right. The pull-up from 8 or 10 or 14 is a – NBA knock easy shot and they don't like it. They just Kevin don't Durant likes Kevin it. Kevin Durant. There's other guys who, who live on that b- bucket, and it's not analytically correct. But if you can make it at 58, it's analytically correct, and they need the, that stuff just to get them going. And I was thinking like Kaminga. Sometimes you know, you know, I, I sometimes overinflate Kaminga, but he can't go get weird buckets. Like he can just go lean over left hand, whatever, and it calms them down. Like those buckets calm them down. And they really needed that in the first two plus quarters tonight. And they just they never calmed down. They were shooting the three or clanking it, they're airballing it from whatever. And defensively, then they gotta get running back and they're like they're scrambled and the, the three hit, somebody hits a three on them, and then, then they try to they just get more scrambled. <clears throat> they need to figure out and, and they can. I'm not saying they can. They got Curry and Wiggins who are not in sync right now. Maybe Curry got in sync in that fourth quarter. Just go get those twos. Go take those twos. There, people are playing them to the three-point line. Go take those twos. Let's zoom out quick. It was, you know, as I'm as you're watching the game now, as I'm watching the game, I'm like, bad loss. This is a bad loss. Um, but I'm also watching like, okay, Wiggins is kind of like willing his way back into at least at least a defensive rhythm and an energy rhythm like he still shot like 515 or something like that um steps back he shot himself into a rhythm in the fourth quarter generally they're getting healthier yes they're 20 and 21 but it feels like half the western conference is 20 and 21 at this point um it doesn't feel dire to me at this standpoint, but also we walked into the locker room post game and it's like a front office powwow <laughs> right when we walked in there. I mean, you know, it's Joe Lacob. Very it's- visible too, by the way. Yeah, not right not behind this big black curtain that's right there that he could have stepped behind. No, we're like, no, they were right visible. in the room to the right where we walked directly in and it is. a giant window that we all can look into. Yeah, I mean, whatever it is. It was. It was Joe Lacob. It was. <laughs> It was, it was Bob Myers, Mike Dunley, Ken Lacob, Kirk Lacob. First, I thought it was like yeah. B Rabbit. I was like, "Who's that rapper right there?" Yeah. <laughs> B Rabbit. Oh, like, oh, that's Bob. Sean Myers. Livingston was in there too, and it was like I think Kerr was over there a little late. Like he came in a little bit late, so well because it was yeah. right after Kerr had talked yeah. to the media, so he would be walking down, and it just as you were around all the time, like that's a rare sight. Yeah, like to do it so out you in the open after such a battle. I saw that. 
was after Game 7 when they lost to the Cleveland Cavaliers and Joe Lacob and Bob Myers and Kirk Lacob were huddled together in that side part of the, of the Oracle uh, home locker room. I'm not saying this is anything comparable. I'm just saying that's the last time I saw something like that where it was that visible, where they were having a meeting and not caring that we all saw. Like, they are having a meeting. And it was an extended meeting because, first of all, it had already started by the time we were walking by, clearly, and then... It lasted at least another five, ten no minutes. No yeah, I think Livingston left. Yeah. And, and they were, came back yeah. to the meeting. Yeah. And then Steve was doing post game obligations and then he went into no, the I'll just say, that. who knows what that was about. It could have been could, like, yeah, hey, where are you yeah, scouting next yeah, week? Yeah. Where am I scouting next week? <laughs> hey, the White House is going to be cool. And we, you know, we what, don't know what it's about, so we're just going to say it was about trades. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's, that's certainly, I'll just say, one of the executives walked out of there with a large grimace. Uh, not Could it be the their back was hurting or something, but I, that's the one thing I noticed. Like, this wasn't like, ha, ha, ha. This was a nice and light hat. It was like a grimace. Uh, they do have some decisions to make. Not immediately. We all know what it is. Like they, they could use another player. They have this kind of interesting roster, but the young guys are not playing. None of their lottery picks played tonight. Two of them for injury: Wiseman and and uh, Kaminga and Moody DMPCD. Like this is the, the Moody thing is beyond. Like oh gee, I wonder what's happening. It's Steve Kerr does not want to play him. Yeah, I mean he's and, playing Ty Jerome over. Yeah, oh no, it's no question. And so. I think they have yeah, some decisions. Yeah, I mean, I was wondering when Ball would come in there. He did not. But, like, they have some decisions. They have this money thing. If they could possibly fix both things with one move, and there is a way, and we know what the way is, straight James Wiseman. That, that's the way. And we know there's resistance to that in some parts. We know there might be less resistance to it in other parts of this franchise. But, like, that is what they're looking at. And it might be Wiseman and Moody. I mean, that... Moody doesn't save them a lot of money, but, you know, there's got somebody yelling from the Warriors uh, tunnel. That, oh, Jesus Christ, what are you saying? Um, and I think, who knows if that was a discussion. I, I would I be surprised. I that was, like, I, tonight's discussion. I would discussion. be surprised if that was, the, I'm saying, that specific discussion. It was probably, if I'm at, wondering, like, we got to start thinking about some things. Like, that's, that, this would have felt like we got to start thinking about some things. Yeah. Um, okay, I guess – Back to the loss tonight. I mean, was it? Get, give me an aspect of of the game that interests you. Uh, Wiggins, like d- them ding up. Uh, I mean, I've been saying this all year, so it's not a surprise to anybody. They just decided to take away threes, like the corner. <laughs> it's like, yo, we're gonna press people. We're gonna we're if they played people, like people played them. Not only is it like a more effective defense, I think, because everybody's getting hot against them. That's just what happens. You gotta, they gotta anticipate that. But also, like it gives them an energy, right? Like Wiggins changed when he started picking up full court. Like I was talking to him in a locker room afterwards. After offensive yeah. rebounds yeah. too, yeah. right? Yeah, he was just like, my offense sucks. I wasn't, I couldn't make a shot, so I got to do something. Let me go play defense. And he looked like the Wiggins from the finals. He looked like the Wiggins from the playoffs. Rebound. It was like, yeah, yeah. I mean, it did something too. to him. Yeah. So to me. The whole kind of stand back and, you know, it works against them. The aggressiveness defensively, they need. That's why Andre was in there. They liked Andre. Like, somebody well, got to When I was asking people about Andre, it's like, it's, I thought, you know, Kerm, you know, what are they, down 20-something going in the fourth quarter. Like, that's it. They're done. Just pull everybody. And I thought, you know, you might want to keep Curry in there to just kind of work him, himself into rhythm, and he did. But Curry starts it with Andre Godala, who plays like seven minutes of the fourth quarter. I kept waiting for him to get subbed out, and somebody would come in and sub out he, for someone he else. He subbed himself out by getting yeah, ejected. He gets thrown out. Yeah, he doesn't come out of the game until he's thrown out of the game. But it does show 
what drives this team. You know, it's it's smarts, it's length, it's defense, it's like just going after the ball. And Andre was doing that. You know, he wasn't dominant anyway, and he's not going to take a jump shot. I just don't think Andre's going to take a jump shot in the NBA this year. Um, but he can do a lot of other things. And the other, and as Kerr said, like he's connected to people. Like he connects. Curry to Draymond, Draymond to Clay. Like you just, there's a like piece there that works for all of them. Uh, and other than that, and I'll say that's a positive thing. I didn't know that Iguodala had it in him right now. And your point about, or even Curry's point, like maybe this is a wake up call. This is like you need to feel this sometimes. And you did it while you know that Curry and Wiggins are not at the full speed, not even close to full speed. If you can get there on this road trip and you have woken up. And you're not just thinking you're going to slide into victories. That's a that's a constructive loss. It's a terrible bad loss, but it's a constructive loss. So I, I, I'm not killing them for this, other than Detroit, Orlando, Phoenix without Chris Paul, Devin Booker, and Aiden is is not good. But if it yeah, is what it is, a knock in their head, and the West, as you mentioned, is just right there. As Curry said, like you get on a win streak, they're they're like in fourth place. Minnesota right? just did it. Minnesota was like in a free fall. We're like, uh, what is going on? And then they won four in a row. It's like, oh, Lakers, they're right. Yeah, Lakers, Lakers. Yeah, yeah. Lakers. Uh, no, also, they could lose four straight on this road trip, and then the, all the other teams could win. Well, two, then everything you know, would yeah. feel more weighty. But yes, for sure. Uh, I mean, it's just what they did. They were twenty and eighteen with this chance. Like they could be twenty three and eighteen and like in fourth right now, essentially. Um, but they didn't. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. He's talked about the young guys aren't getting it. Do you feel like it's the young guys or it's the vets who are not, you know, he's talking about competing. Steve, I'm talking about. Well, talking somebody about asked him about the young guys. Tonight. He's like, look, it was the vets out there. I mean, like two of their <laughs> young, their two highest lottery picks were out with injury. Well, and there are some younger players playing and, you know, pulls one of them. I, I think Kerr has sort of been suggesting. We might have talked about some last, last pod. Uh, when he talks about people won a championship and maybe they didn't have the same edge in the offseason. And every time he says it, it's after somebody asks him about Wiggins. Like, every time. 
that is not saying I know for sure he means Wiggins, but when someone asked him for about Wiggins, he would say, oh, you know, it, everything's great, da, 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 and, you know, sometimes guys come back after winning their first, you know, he didn't say first championship, but after winning a championship, but they just don't have that same, you know, they don't realize well, the commitment it, it takes to go after the next well, one. And even Clay could be looped into that because, I mean, we know what his offseason was, and yes. there's reasons that he's, like, you know, I guess voiced why, but, you know, he came in uh, out of shape. I mean, yep. just not conditioned. Um Wiggins, for sure, defensively, that was a big thing early in the season. You saw maybe he is flipping a switch tonight. Poole is just having a – like whatever you want to say about Poole, like he just is having a down shooting season and an outrageous turnover season. I mean, he leads the NBA in total turnovers and and is shooting 31% or something. What do you think about Poole right now? I think people are very hard on Poole. <laughs> no, I don't I, like. I mean, you're you're light compared to there are people like get him off the team. Uh, I, I just don't know why people think this is gonna was ever going to be easy for him tonight. Steph was back. Jordan Poole was playing. Who's Mikael Bridges guarding? He's always guarding Steph. Steph is on the court and he's guarding Jordan Poole. This is a defensive player of the year candidate, right? Like. That's Jordan's life now. He's got to figure it out. It's not going to happen soon. He's going to have struggles. He's going to have moments like tonight where he brings them back. And he's got moments where he's chucking 30-footers because he thinks he's hot. Like, to me, he's just got to learn how to do this. It's going to be a long process. I don't think – I think, you know, his turnovers and the bad shot selection, I I hope they're talking to him about it. But I feel like it's kind of par for the course, like, they just chuck threes. I don't know why Jordan Poole would feel like I shouldn't. Like, he's shooting 30%. Well, 30.5% is why he probably shouldn't be chucking that many. What, no, was but, but that's the, he was four for seven tonight. He was four for seven tonight. Four for seven tonight. And, you know, that's fine. And, you know, I, I'm, I'm always going to be critical of some of the sloppy stuff that he does. But I'm always going to praise. Like, they need that. Like, they need a guy who's willing to be sloppy. I think he had because, 27. Yeah, tonight, and yeah. he wasn't a minus. He was not a minus. The other guys were a big minus. He was not. So, like, that's important in the NBA. There's a guy who can go do that stuff and is willing to kind of fumble it's a, around. It's $123 million over four years it's, important. And, you know, it's, it's, I thought it was, like, I never thought he was going to get that deal. But once Tyler Hero did, like, he was going to get that deal. And I get it. It's just not Warriors-like. But it's important that they need someone who's a this Jordan. This is a new age. Yeah, like you are you kidding a, me? Are you, you seeing some something of these that's different than Draymond Green and Clay Thompson and Andre Iguodala and Steph Curry? And he is different, and I that's fine. It's just it's very noticeable when he's that different and not making shots and turning it over. But then it's also noticeable when he's making shots and he's lifting them. When he makes shots, he lifts them. It's like guaranteed. This is a part of who he is, and it was part of tonight. It's just going to be a lot of ups and downs because it doesn't come within, oh, there's some great defense that Jordan's playing, and, oh, that you know that time he didn't dribble it and he passed it up, that was great too. That does not happen often with him uh, in a way that happens with Sean Livingston and like all the people that have made this dynasty. He's different, and I got to get used to it. I think everyone in the locker room is getting used to it. Ownership, for, you know, gentlemen, whatever. But it's different, and I've accept, I know I know it's different, but I know how valuable he is. It's just weird when it's not working because then it really doesn't work with Jordan. Poole. He can't is- half, he can't be half good. He's always he's either going to be really good or really bad. That middle ground, he's not ever going to be too much in. I don't think. Bottom line is, all they do is pass on the perimeter. 
and there's two people who can take it inside. It's Steph Curry and Jordan Poole. Uh, yeah. Wiggins, you know. Wiggins when he's Wiggins, on. Wiggins when, <laughs> like, he's got the good matchup. Like, I think he can. I just think he doesn't. But they like to run the set to get him, like, closer yeah. to the yeah. paint. Yeah. But I'm like, from the wing. Otherwise, like, it's just a bunch of passes. On the yeah. I'm sorry. I forgot about Ty Jerome. Ty Jerome could get in there and hit that floater, baby. Oh, that floater. That, that floater. pump. <laughs> pump. Chicken wing somebody by. Pump. Floater. He'll get in there. He'll get in there, man. Ty Jerome was actually made Wiseman's minutes better when Wiseman was playing because he, they would play that really slow two-man game. I mean, that is John Crotty slow. Yeah. That is like, uh, Virginia basketball, baby. Virginia, Virginia basketball. basketball. That's what it is. Uh, who knew? The James Wiseman would floors and play Virginia basketball. This is why I've always said Kaminga is important. I think this is why Moody has partly why Moody has gotten totally out of rotation. He doesn't get inside. He does not. Or when he does, it's a disaster. He's just below the rim. Yeah. So and they don't need another guy like that, especially if he's not playing great defense. Kaminga does something. I mean, he gets out of control, no question. He can hurt the team doing weird stuff. But he can also just all of a sudden he takes two dribbles and all of a sudden he's right on top of the rim and they don't have a lot of that and that's why it separates him from some other guys I just think guys. that ain't on just Moody though it's just like he's 20 years old uh, yeah, I don't know the, but if you're not that athletic at 20 then you should, like at some point they gotta say hey here's the shot we want you to work on Want you to get right here, and we seen him do it. Remember San Antonio, right? Just don't don't go all the way to the rim. Go to the dotted line. I mean, the bottom line is, this is like the twentieth ranked offense. Like, <laughs> they're not a great offense. Period. They just chuck threes, and nobody's t- like, it's just not a part of the thing to say, hey, we're gonna get these twos. We're gonna figure out how to do it. That's what makes Kaminga so valuable. Like, that, like he's basically the only one who's been given the edict. No. <laughs> Don't do three. Do not. So he's got to go make shots happen. I feel like they should tell that to to some more people. Like, hey, right, this is your area. Like, so Moody, you could be developing that. He's 20. Like, if you're watching Mikael Bridges' game, do that. Get to the spot, go up, and, and take the mid-range shot. I don't want you doing anything else. Like, like can you imagine if Patrick uh, Baldwin get that shot? Like yeah, he he's seven. He's this is why I think Baldwin might actually play. Because, like, yeah. I'm on a wing and chuck threes all day. It's like, hey man, he get did ha- he did attack a closeout in one of the games. He was and in the like a little, yeah, yeah yeah. They were hyping him post game about there's it. A, there's buckets are important in this league, and I think uh, yes. Patrick Baldwin <laughs> might get some buckets in this league. So again, I've been pushing this. It's not going to happen this season, but. Uh, there's a part of me that thinks, let's throw them out there. See what happens. See, so you hit a couple threes, all of a sudden you're going to win that segment. That's period. That's, that's what happens when you hit a couple threes. But, oh well. By the way, I'm just going to say this. This is a lot of lot of lamb. Yeah, it's going it's oh, he hit 22 in the first half last yeah. game. Uh, that's when they're in the fourth quarter. And who's the first sub after they get this rally back? No, it's like, Anthony it's, Lamb. It's that's what they call timeout. And the first play out of timeout is Lamb, like, I'm going to the rim. Remember, he got blocked. Hey, somebody's, somebody's, <laughs> somebody's going, going to the rim. It's a lot of Lamb. Um, a whole lot of lamb. So, Damian Lee goes 14 of 14 from the line tonight. He hits a couple threes. Tim is looking at this box score. What did Damian Lee finish with points? I was actually looking at lamb. Yeah, let's see. Damian Lee scored 22 points. Oh, that's cool, my bad. Jesus, Only like three of eight, three of eight. He was three of eight from the field. Two of five from three. Fourteen of fourteen. Seven rebounds. Four assists. Because But he was Lee, a minus three. Though, Damian so. Lee is a veteran. Who knows? All right, I made my first three. 
I'm not about to just chuck 15 threes. Let me now. jump into yeah, some people. Let me, let me, yeah, let me uh, use and, that. And flop pretty good, yeah, too, by the way. To oh, yeah. Let me use those tough closeouts to my good. advantage. So, if Steph flopped like that, how many free throws would he have in the game? Right. Yeah. Good Lord. So, you know, this is a night to highlight, like, you know, what they, they're missing in, a, in some ways on the back end of their roster. You know, Ryan Rollins got sent to Santa Cruz. You know, he's sitting there. Fifteenth is empty, obviously. Andre Iguodala has reappeared. Patrick Baldwin has shown, hey, you know, for a 28th pick, he's shown like that. that if you are going to use 28, that seems like a nice dice roll. We can say that. But, you know, you do see Damian Lee do what he does tonight, and you're like, you know, this could be just – still for the on the Warriors on the veteran minimum. And then you see how Monty Williams talks up Damian Lee, how Phoenix is like, this is the type of veteran we've been missing. I mean, it's just he would be sliding doors. What's interesting is we've talked a lot about Otto Porter Jr. and Gary no. Payton II, and maybe Damian Lee is the one yeah. they didn't want to get Otto away. Otto Porter Jr. out for the out season. Uh, Gary Payton. Back, I th- back out again, right? Uh, I think he played tonight, oh, but, yeah, he did uh, miss a couple games uh, with the ankle. I mean, his his body, too, seems to be – uh, but yeah, no, Damian Lee. So, Damian um, Lee, as we said, I think in the 2019 playoffs when they, he was not active for the playoffs, they could have used Damian Lee in those playoffs. Yeah. And I think we're saying right now they could use Damian Lee on this team. You know, hey, it's over Moses Moody, who's a lottery pick, and you understand. But and that was the plan, right? These guys were going to move into these spots, and you had to play them because they're talented guys. Well, you know, not only that, I understand the mindset going into the offseason because literally in the West Finals against the Mavericks, Damian Lee, do you, do you remember this? It was game two. Damian Lee played so poorly in the first half that he replaced oh, yeah. him with Moses Moody in the second half. Well, and it was, yeah. Like booing, not booing, but grumbling. Yeah, and really then like. honestly, like Moses Moody played better and took his rotation spot. So it's like, you know, if you're just – Remembering that as you go in the offseason, reconstructing the roster, it makes sense, right? Like Moses Moody's ready to take a job that he already had taken as a 19-year-old. Yeah. The thing is, it just has not played itself out on the court like that. There's a story. I'll tell you this, though. You know, I've been on this all year. There are, I don't know, like 50 players who've taken 60 corner threes. Guess who has the highest percentage? Damian Lee. Damian Lee, 54.5%. What are the Warriors? What are the Warriors not too well? What what it's league is Kent Bazemore in? Because he's shooting forty five percent from the corner in whatever league he's whatever in. Whatever right? league he's in, right? Whatever uh, league he's in. Uh, 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 Damian Lee is shooting. Oh man, this dude is on fire. TK, I'm, I'm trying to from, tell you from the corner. From the corner, from the left corner. I'm looking at the one where the Warriors can't buy one. He's twenty two for thirty three. 67, 60, he's like two thirds of his which, left which corner. What's he shooting threes. on a season from three? Just overall, like 48 or something? He's in the four. Yeah, 40, yeah. 40, that's crazy. Crazy. Jesus. I mean, I just didn't see that. I mean, I didn't see that coming. I'm sorry. Well, of course not. He still was like <laughs> mid to low yeah, 30s last year. Seven. What was he last year? Do you have his. his? Uh, 33 7. 33 7. Pretty big difference. Huge jump, oh, man. Wow. Well, wow. Again, he just was. He's a good guy. He's. I. It's good to see it. I don't think he did. He, like, yeah, didn't play the postseason, the finals at least. But no, Mo- again, Moody. Yep, yeah. Replaced but, him. Uh, it's good to see him. It's good. I mean, he was fighting with Steph, right? You see the pushing and shoving each other. Like they were fighting for those, and and that's fun to see. But um, you understood what the the Warriors was not resigning him, and it's not looking great but hey that's the decisions you make and maybe they can save it with a few other moves here or there we'll see 
Uh, like, okay, let's just generally, without saying who would be moved, what would you say the Warriors need? If they're going to make a move, what do they need? I mean, you know, Otto Porter, if he was like a shooting capable, four, if shooting he was healthy. Four five, shooting four yeah, five. look, what Jermichael Green was supposed to be, a, a tough rebounding stretch 4-5. Yeah. Jermichael Green just wasn't that, and then Jermichael Green gets COVID, and then he gets a leg infection that hospitalized him that is, like, really set him back. I mean, it's going to end up costing him, like, a month or more. And then, and then just get to get him back up to speed is going to be a rough go. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I agree. Oh, I think they could use another wing, too. But a, a, a mobile, athletic, shooting big man who isn't just a big man. Like, he can't, obviously, he just can't just be a big man. But someone who you know can't be Jock Londale. Although I guess Londale wouldn't be terrible. Kelly Olinick. Yeah, Olinick would be good for them. Like those those kind of get Lloyd Martin. You go Maxim. They could use another option like that, and I don't know if they can get them, but that's what I would I would agree. But also I think I think a tough versatile wing is who can slide up to the four at times wouldn't be terrible. I mean, that's kind of Kaminga if you can yeah, get back yeah. healthy. Yeah, you know, but then again, there's going to be injuries too. And, and and Steve's basically playing Andre like that, right? He's basically a four. And um, so maybe... whoever it is, especially if it's on the wing, they got to be able to dribble yeah. and get in the paint. If you can't do that, you're not playing. You shouldn't play over Kaminga You guys are anyway. describing a man by the name of Anthony Lamb right now. Yeah. Big, can upsize to the four, can get into the paint. He had a nice damn and, one. And can stretch it. You can stretch it out. To he three. actually does shoot it pretty well. Yeah, he does. He, and he's certainly not hesitant to take it. Like, like I think that's, that's my biggest issue. Like, hey, man, calm, be calm more down a little bit. Calm down a little bit. Steph Curry over there, I'm taking this. I'm letting it go. Uh but I, I do think I do think they could use he's another. Got some in him. He's got, oh my goodness! It's not full oh, Ubre though. He's got he's got, he's got a little. He's a better percentage than Ubre. At least when Ubre's Warriors Warriors true. percentage. Oh my goodness! Okay, that's enough. Kelly Ubre has been brought up. We can we can bring this to a halt here. All right. Uh, yeah. Road trip at San Antonio in the Alamo Dome. They're trying to break a record for NBA attendance. I told you Steph was going to be in that game, right? Yeah, I, th- I didn't think so. I, I didn't think so. Uh, so that's game one. It's after two more off days. They've had, like, two off days between, like, their last four games, essentially. Um, and then it gets a little bit from a scheduling crunch aspect a little tougher. Uh, back-to-back at Chicago at Washington Sunday, Monday. Both games afternoon games, by the way, because you got MLK Day on um, Monday. Then they have two off days, and one of them they're going to the White House while, while they're in D.C. And then you really have a challenge at the end of the road trip. It is a Thursday-Friday back-to-back at Boston on TNT, a Boston team you'd assume is going to be really motivated, a Boston crowd that is going to be quite motivated, and then at Cleveland on the back end of the road trip. And, again, back-to-backs is Steph playing on back-to-backs. Is Clay he still hasn't. Andre Iguodala probably isn't. Like, Wiggins might not. Wiggins, yeah. yeah. So, um, Which you, one does Steve say? I'm sending everybody home because the league shouldn't be doing. <laughs> Cleveland, Cleveland, Cleveland would be Boston. the ma- yeah, Cleveland Boston. would be the mass rest one. Boston after two days off, yeah. TNT. They're yeah. gonna want to. Draymond's not gonna Draymond's let him do it. Draymond's ready for that. No Draymond's ready for that. The question is the two afternoon games at Washington at Chicago. Like, do you really you know throw everybody at one of the games? Do you split it up. I've thought Iguodala would be a good guy to split up from Clay. If you know Clay's not playing on a back to back, save Iguodala for the other game. Maybe Iguodala plays the second, doesn't play the first. So there's for defense, right? Yeah, I mean, just for bodies. Who are you gonna play in any of those games? I mean, like you would think, but 
he can't like I'm. I still think Moses Moody can be a rotation player. Like, I think so too. But I, I mean, when he gets out be, there, you see why yeah, he's not uh, right. Yeah, like, and, and it might be like this tough love is is. You know, maybe at the end it's going to help him, but right now I think his confidence is just shot. It's just not there, and the then the the more he looks bad, the less he plays. The less he plays, the more he looks bad. So um, he should be playing these back to backs. But if he doesn't, that's going to be such a tell. It's going to be such a tell. All right, uh, we will. When's talk- Kaminga coming back? By the way, uh, so Kaminga's out of the boot. Um, yeah, I mean they're. We'll see. Um, they're going to update. Use them for the back for sure. We'll talk to them at practice. I mean, Wiseman, too, should be pretty soon. I mean, uh, so I, I think I think you'll probably see Kaminga and Wiseman at some point during the road trip. Like you said, the back-to-backs would help. Maybe in the Chicago-Washington one. But we'll see. I think they're closer than Jermichael Green just because the nature of Jermichael Green's issue was was scarier and set him back and they're more. They're all going to go so. on the road trip, right? I'm, 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 yeah, they're all yeah. supposed to. They're going to um, go to the White House. I mean, so they're probably going to be all going on the road trip. Yep. Um, all right. Well, do the people who didn't win a title do the whole. I actually talked no, to DiVincenzo yeah, about that. He do. he's like, I think he's gonna go, but stand off to the side. Yeah. He actually because he did it or oh, no, he did it with Villanova. He actually never did it with. No, he did do it with Milwaukee because he was on the team, uh, and then got traded after that. So he's done it before. But yeah, he'll stand off to the side. Light the beam, Slater. Light the beam. Like just taking light the L. All right, I'll light the L. So if they lose uh, in uh, San Antonio from the Alamo Dome, I'm just gonna light the L under the sky and we'll hop on a live room. Is it li- does it mean live room yeah, or just lost? All right, uh, yes. We will talk uh, after their next loss. Wow. wow.